The opinions expressed on the ACB Media Network are those of the respective program contributors and cannot be assumed to serve as endorsements of products or views of the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Well, hello, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another edition of Herbie's Community Cooking Corner. And uh, for July 25th, 2023, I am Herbie Allen. And guys, I am pleased to announce that we've got back in the saddle our very own Tori Ziegler once again. Hello, Tori. Hello, Herbie. Hello, people. All right. And um, first of all, we've made a couple of little changes here. First of all, it was brought to my attention recently that Tatori's name was not capitalized in the schedule. And it turns out that the goof up was on yours, yours truly's end. So we have fixed it. So now when you read Tori's name in the schedule, starting with today's description, you will actually see her name properly written. I am so, so happy about that. So uh, we f- found the error because her name is listed in multiple places for things throughout the document and uh, there, stuff like that. I was like thinking that. I just didn't deserve to be capitalized. I know, but, you know, it wasn't that at all. I I made a mistake, so. Can you forgive me? Mm, I suppose so. You you suppose so. You you have to think about that. That's a little disturbing. Um, but, uh, anyway, um, that is that. But today we have, um, a guest with us, and, uh, I don't know if she starts with a capital T. Yes, it does, actually. And, um, well, actually, yeah, it it, it does. Though, if you see her name on Clubhouse, you'll actually see it with a completely different. uh, But it's still capitalized. It's still capitalized, yes. Um, So, and, uh, you know, it's probably just as well fitting that I got it fixed because she may have laid down the law on me because she has that ability, as you all heard on my cooking call a while back. And um, so you know her from uh, various crafty calls and um, things like that. In fact, she leaves us on Friday on our Dice World Club to go to the crafty call. And uh, how rude, don't you think? Um, But uh, no. Um, ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Tyann Wilmoth. And uh, welcome, Tyann. Oh, thank you. Good morning, everybody. So Good morning. Um, you know what? Um, let, 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 let's get you an applause, first of all. Um, you know, because... Uh, you know, let, 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 let's get you an applause if this is going to work. And... Um, all right, we're having because since work. you're cooking, Herbie's at his computer, so you can play with some, some buttons. Uh, yeah, and I am actually not cooking this morning because I cooked it on Sunday uh, when it was time to cook dinner instead of at seven a.m. my time, which is time to cook breakfast. But um, so your ingredients that you will need is one bag of boneless skinless chicken breasts one package of uh, corn tortillas one package or a pound of grated cheese 
two cans cream of mushroom soup, two cans cream of chicken soup, two cans chili without beans, and two jars of green salsa. And the first thing that you have to do, because it takes the longest, is you need to cook your chicken. Previously, I would boil it on the stove. Um, except for now I have an instant pot, which makes better chicken. So that's what I did this time. And then I let it cool and then drained it. And I get to tell you about my experience using a tool that I got for my birthday and I haven't used it before Sunday. And that was my immersion blender. And it started out a little shaky because I wasn't quite sure um, which attachments did what, but then I figured it out. And um, with the help of some eyes from Lois, also known as the law, she was able to sort of help me figure out what the buttons were in the dial. Um, so after um, I figured out how to use it, I shredded the chicken and put that in a bowl and set it aside. Then I preheated the oven to 350. And then I put all the cans and jars of stuff into a mixing bowl and mix that all up. Um, it's kind of liquidy, so it was, um, it's a little messy at times. Um, I'm not fond of creating cheese, um, but luckily Lois was watching the whole thing and wanted to help, so she grated the cheese for me while I uh, cut up the tortillas into strips because it's going to be a simple kind of like a lasagna. So then you get a 9 by 13 baking pan and I spooned a couple spoonfuls of the mixture into the bottom of the pan and so then that way it doesn't stick to the pan and then the fun part the assembly so you take half of your tortilla strips and put a layer on the bottom and then you take half of your shredded chicken and put that on top of the tortilla strips and then i used a one cup measuring cup because a spoon 
uh, was not going to work for me. And tilting the bowl over the pan doesn't work. So I scooped the mixture into the pan and Lois helped me. Um, I could have done it myself, but I, I like to include my children when they want to help. So she helped um, with making sure that it was all spread out. And then you do another layer of tortilla strips. And Aria came down at this point, and she she wanted to uh, put some tortilla strips in the pan so she did that layer and then i put the rest of the shredded chicken on top of that and then lois really really wanted to actually do the um layer of mixture so she got to do that and then she because she really likes to cook and help she also spread the cheese on the top because that's what you do and then you gotta be careful when you are transporting it because by this time it the pan is up to the top and so then you put it in the oven for 35 minutes and then after that you want to let it sit for about 15 minutes at least to make it to have it set and the first time you serve it it's kind of liquidy but not as bad as it could be and i find that if because you're gonna have leftovers um after refrigerating it and when you pull it out the next day it's more solid and so alan and i really like it we actually in the past have used mango habanero salsa instead of green salsa the girls however did not really like it probably just because it was something new that they've never had and um that is my chicken casserole Ian, you have a hand if you would like to take it yep linda go ahead I just, I have a hard time finding that button on my phone sometimes. Um, so, Cayenne, you didn't actually, you said a bag of chicken, but I'm curious how many pounds of that, of chicken? Um, oh, five pounds. Like the big fro bag, the frozen bag of chicken breasts. Because those can come in three, five, or ten pound bags, that's why I asked. Yeah, I, I usually use five. Okay, thank you. It's a shame that recording didn't work out. 
I know it would have been so cute because um, they really, my, my girls really like to help. All right. So I'm going to, I do have a few questions for you. So, um, so first of all, so why boil the chicken? Why not just like cook it? That like, is there a reason why it has to be boiled as opposed to like just cooked in the uh, oven? And how long did you say you boiled the chicken for? So it comes out more tender. And um, when I boiled it, I boiled it for about, well, once it started boiling, I set it for like five minutes and then checked it. And if it was still not done, I would do another five minutes. Um, in my instant pot, I. I set the pressure cook time for 15 minutes. All right. Um, so next question I have is how do you identify like your different cans and uh, jars and uh, whatnot? Um, seeing AI as my friend and uh, product and um depending on the cans like the chili was bigger than the cream of chicken and cream of mushroom and i can see large print sometimes but if it's taking a while i'm like no i'll just use seeing ai um or if my kids are around they're like mom that's cream of chicken soup uh, yes. One advantage of having sighted kids is once they learn how to read, you can uh, use them as a portable barcode scanner. Um, not that we're endorsing child labor here, folks, but uh, um, just got to mention that. So, like, when you do seeing AI, do you use, like, the uh, barcode or the, like, short text or the, uh, like, um, the, the scanning? Like, which method do you prefer? Uh, I use the barcode for cans and jars and boxes. Okay. And cause I always find that tricky, just finding the label. Um, but I'm having to use it more because my old barcode scanner has really started to finally bite the dust after all these years. And so uh, anyway. Um, now, so like with the grading the cheese... QR like, have you ever... reader. Q... What? Does QR that... reader. QR yep. reader does barcodes with your, with your iPhone. Okay. I'll have to and it does it quite one. well. All right. I'll have to look into that one. Um, next question I have. So, like, with the grated cheese, have you ever thought about just... And I know, I know some people don't like the stuff, and I totally get why. Um, did you... Have you ever thought about just getting, like, the pre-grated cheese and uh, using that so you don't have to uh, grate it? Um, I have in the past. I am not a big fan of the pre-grated cheese, um, I would rather just get what cheese I like and grate it. Uh, that makes sense. That, that, that totally makes sense. And another question um, has uh, been uh, brought to me here um, via the uh, texting here. And they want to know, is uh, cutting the tor how do you cut the tortillas into strips? And is that part necessary? Can you just have them as halves or quarters? Um, so 
Yes, it is actually important to have them into strips because you're lining the pan. And if they're in strips, if if they're in halves or quarters, it doesn't fit right. Um, and what I do is I put all the tortillas on a cutting board and I take a knife and I measure about mm, this last time I did it in thirds so I just cut them all at the same time um, and I just I feel where I want to cut and then I get my fingers out of the way and um slice them and then I'll move on and measure about the same width and cut again and um you want to so the tortilla strips are kind of the equivalent of lasagna noodles okay and um uh, what temperature did you uh, cook these at? I don't remember if you said or not. And, um, uh, 350. 350. All right. So um, did the tortillas turn out like crispy in that recipe or are they more like soft? They're more soft because the um, it soaks up the liquid of the salsa and the uh, chili. All right. Well, um, now it's really bad for me to drop hints here, but uh, Sheila, if you're looking for recipe swap ideas, you could always do a, a casserole uh, recipe. I don't remember if we've done that or not. We have. Time. We've done a couple. Okay. But um, Jeanette's got her hand raised. All right, Jeanette. All right. I'll stop influencing the host now, guys. Okay, go ahead, Jeanette. <laughs> Jeanette. So, um, do you have a preferred brand of tortillas that you use um no and um i i understand your your cutting method i love that idea um my question though is do you have to uh grease the pan in any way before you put that i'm assuming you're going to put the tortillas on the bottom first um, yeah, so I don't grease the pan itself. I take um, a couple spoons of the mixture of cream of chicken, cream of mushroom, chili, and salsa and spread that on the bottom. You're my kind of cook. I love that. <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, Heidi. Hi, Heidi. Well, hello there. Um, my question is, do you use your newly made chicken broth to make soup with after you're done with it? Well, it's not chicken broth that's made. So that would be no. Okay. Well, technically, I guess you could use it. But yeah, that's all. I... My, that's my question. Yeah, um, there will be mixture left. And so what I do is I stick that in a container and refrigerate it. And next time I want to have rice, 
I will make the rice and mix that into it. And it is so good. Yum. All right. That's my question. Thank you. All right. Very good. Do we have any other raised hands? No, sir. Oh, yep. Linda. All right, Linda. I have two, two quick things. I think maybe she was referring to the um, chicken broth you have left in your Instant Pot after you cook your chicken. Um, maybe you could oh, reuse that. Oh, no, I, I just end up dumping it out. Um, yeah. I have reused mine. Um, I love my Instant Pot. And yeah. the, but the other question is, what size package of tortillas? Because I, the one um, I bought was 30, and that was way too many for what I was doing. Um, a 12-pack. Okay. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. Very good. Very good. Um... Okay, do we have any other questions? Don't have any hands at this time. All right, Tori, um, you've been uh, pretty silent over there. Um, are you still with us? Um, I'm back with you. Um, <laughs> battery died. Oops. But anyway, I'm here. You're here, okay. <laughs> uh, did, did, did you have any questions for Diane? No, I don't have any questions. Um, I have some suggestions for substitutions, if anybody wants them, though. Yeah, let's go with the substitutions. Okay, well, if all you're wanting to do is avoid using the chicken, then you can um, substitute the chicken that you are um, boiling for um, extra mushrooms and just do all cream of chicken, a uh, cream of mushroom soup and not bother with the cream of chicken. If, however, you want to um, make things a bit uh, more um, allergy friendly and not use the cream of chicken or cream of mushroom soup, then you can uh, substitute those for some uh, fried mushrooms and some unsweetened coconut milk. You want to make sure it's unsweetened. And then you have a choice of extra mushrooms in place of the chicken, or you can use something else like jackfruit or tofu. I do not advise boiling jackfruit or tofu, though, because you need to add something um, to make it flavorful. Boiled tofu is not tasty. Just trust me on that one. So if you're going to use one of the meat substitutes like jackfruit or tofu, then you do want to either fry or bake that with some seasoning um, that you think will complement it um, rather than boiling it. And so that's my best uh, suggestions for substitutions. All right. All right, Abraham. Um, I was thinking with the mushrooms, um, if you don't use so much mushrooms, uh, doing a vegan version, you probably could bulk it up with cooked rice. Yeah, you probably could, yeah. That would be a good option. That that definitely would. Um, all right, so for anybody that's joined us late, we're talking today with Tyann about uh, how she made her uh, casserole. 
excuse me, her casserole. We were hoping to actually uh, be in the uh, kitchen with her, but uh, that, there were recording um, issues. There were recording issues. <laughs> yes. Um, so uh, I, I guess we we'll, we'll need to talk about uh, how you can uh, do the recordings uh, next time, and uh, yeah. Um, Communicate with my husband, I guess. I was going, I was going to suggest send your husband elsewhere. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, he was supposed to record it because I had to make another uh, shipped order because he used my green salsa to put in chili, and because uh, he thought I was being lazy and just putting a bag of stuff in the cupboard without putting it away and I went no those are my ingredients for my casserole alright well you know I'm just really glad that uh, I'm uh, the only one in uh, my kitchen just j- just saying you know uh, so you only have yourself to blame if you use exactly them. yeah exactly um, alright well um, alright we have a hand alright iPhone please identify yourself and unmute Hi, this is Juan. Um, sorry, I'm not with the iPhone. I gotta go on Zoom and fix it. Um, so I have a question. So, um, it can my question is: So, can do you have to just use the regular oven for this, or can you use like a toaster oven? And the reason why I'm asking is because I use, I use. Um, I feel like I feel <clears throat> better using a toaster oven because I feel like it cools stuff down faster than the regular oven does. Um, so that was my question, um, cause I've been doing more like trying to bake things like brownies and stuff like that. And I've been using the, the toaster oven a lot more for that. So I do have a regular oven and I do have stuff for the regular oven, but I just noticed, figured out that the toaster oven for me, at least in my opinion, it's a little bit faster. <laughs> so I did that's all. Um, um go ahead. Uh, I, I honestly, uh, if I did it, I'd have to cut the recipe in half. Okay. And, um, I don't know. You'd have to figure out, um, cause all you're really doing when you put it in the oven is making sure everything's cooked and the cheese is boiling. I okay. imagine you just no, need kidding. to reduce the amount of ingredients and adjust your cooking time. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. All right. Um, very good. Very good, very good. Um Jeanette, All right. Hang on, Herbie. Jeanette, yes. Go ahead. All right. Perfect. Um, I, I may have missed it, but I don't remember us talking about the cooking time for this. Oh, um, 35 minutes at 350. Okay. And um, before, I'm going to try I had, this. before I got my immersion blender, I would just cool the chicken and then I would just shred it with my hands. Um, a lot of this is very tactile and you rinse your hands a lot because it gets messy. Yeah. Atra.
Yes, good morning again. A um, couple things I wanted to say. Um, I don't know if Juan understood that you needed to cut down the ingredients because most toaster ovens are not big enough to hold that big of a baking pan. So um, that would be why I would cut down the ingredients. Is that, and I like my toaster oven a lot, but it's not big enough for a 9 by 13 baking dish. Yeah. The other comment I wanted to make, there's a wonderful app out there called Digitize that when I bought it a, long, a while back, it was only like $9.90 or $10. And it came with labels that you actually can make your own uh, QR label with your phone. It works great for reading barcodes and QRs on things. And the developer of that suggested, because part of my problem is finding where the barcode is on the package or the can. And she suggested taking a roll of just regular clear scotch tape to the grocery store when I have someone take me and have them put a piece of clear tape over where the barcode is because this, the uh, app, can, the phone can read through that clear tape. And then you can feel where the barcode is and it makes it a lot easier to uh, locate the barcode to read what it is you need to read. And that the app works really, really well. Very pleased with it. So you do have to make sure that whoever puts the tape on puts it on nice and smooth because otherwise it will cause a problem. Yeah, probably. But so far, nobody's had a problem. Even when I put the tape on, I haven't had a problem with having to smooth. All right. Um, yeah, for those of us that get our groceries delivered, that's going to be a little bit of a different uh, thing altogether. And, um, you know, we just, I think we need to, didn't we have a resolution about like braille labeling products? You know, many of them and... Um, you know, I also think like, you know, just uh, then we just need to teach people not to put the print labels over the Braille labels. Exactly. We can put the so, Braille over the print, but not the print over the Braille. OK, yes. I have a tip of trying to locate the barcodes. Usually they are close to the crease of the label, like right. where it meets. Yep. That's that's kind of what I've noticed. Yes. Yeah, towards the bottom, to, near the crease, usually. All right. Very good, very good, very good. Okay, do we have any other raised hands? And uh, I guess I'm assuming everything has all been quiet over in Clubhouse. No, we have no. Yes, anything. it's all quiet. All right. Oh, oh yeah, we do. Abraham. Abraham. <laughs> all right. Hey. Um, I wanted. Did we? Did you mention potatoes as a possible filler for? No, I uh, didn't. Like, but that would be yeah. an option, another option, if you wanted to make it a bit more filling and not use lots of extra mushrooms and not use one of the meat alternatives like tofu or something. Um, putting some potatoes in would be an option, yes. Regular potatoes or even sweet potatoes. All right, I think we have a clubhouse. Chanel, yep, go ahead. just when we said it was quiet, we got a hand. Tony. Good morning, everybody. Um, Diane, I didn't hear you say. I didn't hear you say anything about salt and pepper. Um. 
because all the seasoning um is in the salsa and the chili. So Salt and Pepper was a rap group from the late eighties and early nineties. <laughs> One of their first hits was Smush It. And uh, he means the condiments. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I'm here. I thought we could talk about some eighties hip hop, you know? Uh, Wrong call. You know, yeah. Because you might be telling the DJ, hey, you, you want a man there, you know, getting this early 90s hip hop there. Okay, hold it. Right. Anyway. All right. All right sorry. The next that, hand is know. Linda. <laughs> <laughs> nice well, save, we- Sheila. <laughs> yeah. Even she finds it funny. All right. Go ahead, Linda. Save us. <laughs> um, now I'm forgetting. <laughs> it just made me. What was I going to say? Sprinderella cut it up on time because oh. we got to cut up the tortillas. Oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry. I really do not remember. I, I'm sorry. That's okay. It's that, um, it's that you just moment. wanted to stop Herbie, right? That, <laughs> that, that yeah. happens, yeah. I think of it, I'll raise my hand again. All okay. right, sounds good. Uh, and another thing I like to use, and I wish they had had it, I, I wish... I don't know if they just didn't have it or my shopper didn't bother trying to look for it harder was the, they didn't have the mango habanero salsa, but they had pineapple habanero salsa. Mm. That would have been interesting. That would have yeah. Um, You got a hand, Elizabeth. Uh, all right, Elizabeth. <laughs> You're muted, Elizabeth. Can can you hear me finally? Yes, ma'am. Yes. Oh, good. I'm sorry. It's techie world. I tend to put um when I have one of these layered casserole things, it's a good time to pre-roast vegetables like zucchini, which is everywhere now, or yellow squash, which is everywhere and cheap, and peppers and onions. You don't have to roast them a lot, but you just roast them a little bit, and then you can put it in the layered thing. Actually, you might not even want to roast the zucchini because if you're going to be baking, the zucchini is very um, watery and would get mushy. So you could either chop it up pretty fine or grate it. Grated zucchini is great. And then you wouldn't add any you would have to know that that makes things just a little waterier, but it adds a lot of interesting texture. And it's fun, and it it's a fun way of eating vegetables because you're covering them with cheese and cheese and things. It, <laughs> it's also another fun way of um, um, adding stuff to it if you want to not use loads and loads of mushrooms, and you're making a meat-free version. Yeah, absolutely. And you can add. I mean, you could add onions and peppers, which are always around this time of year. You got yellow and green and red peppers coming into season. Um, I live in a farming area, and so I'm really aware of season stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, green beans, even, which are in season, um, which would add texture and, and fun to it. And just Depending be really on adventurous. what time of year you're making it to what we're Yeah, doing. yeah, you could yeah. use all kinds we, we of stuff. Won't go, we won't go through the whole list, though. Right, but but it, it's just, just think about it and Very be versatile. creative and imaginative. It's great. Yeah. Thanks, Liz. All right. Anybody else? No, not right now. All right. 
Well, Tyann, uh, hopefully we'll be able to have you back another time, and uh, this time we'll actually have you uh, in the kitchen. So um, we're going to uh, figure out a way to make that happen, uh, get with my assistant, and uh, she... <laughs> and in the meantime, uh, we're going to be figuring out about getting her be- being the one in the hot seat for a crafter interview. Yeah. Yes. Well, I've uh, been told to uh, contact the interviewer um, because that's going to be a recorded thing. So that is on my list of uh, things to do. All right. So on uh, that note, um, Satori, you were not around when we made your uh, quinoa pudding. Um, No, but although it was technically my recipe because I gave it to you, I still haven't actually made it. Oh, really? So you've not actually... Okay, interesting. So, um, so first of all, did you ever do it? Do you... Because I don't you know you're not going to use, like, the milk, obviously. So I'm guessing you'd like... Uh, I'd use like a, a milk, milk alternative. Either soy or almond or coconut. Probably soy or almond. All right. Um, so, yeah, we did turn out the... You know, we did make the pudding. It was, uh, you know, an interesting thing actually it had like you know a quinoa type texture to it of course and you know with like a lot of uh flavor i used a lot of vanilla i might go a little bit easier on the vanilla next time and um do a little bit uh, more cinnamon but it, you know it, it turned out to pretty good so uh we can have you uh, make it next week on the uh, call and uh oh we not made it. or not nope um, no. n- next week we're uh, doing, uh, I think the coconut chicken bake, if uh, memory serves. Coconut broccoli. Coconut Co- broccoli. Yes. Coconut broccoli. All right. So. Big coconut broccoli and you're doing some chicken with it. Now yes. that one I have actually made. All right. Accidentally the first time, but I'll tell you more about that next week. Yes. Sounds good. Elizabeth has her hand raised. All right, Elizabeth. Yeah. Hi there. Could you please post or send me the link for where all the recipes go and and it's how to get email. to those recipes i didn't see it in the in the you mean it's on the regular email how did i miss that it's okay i'll go back and look there are I, several links in there so just there are several links in yeah the yeah the call. i must not have gone down far enough i went to youtube and then i didn't go down i saw the the link to get on here and so i did that um, but I'll go back and check. The broccoli and coconut sounds really great. Um, All right, that recipe has not been published yet. That'll no, I, I get stuff. that. I get that. I bought recently, there was coconut milk on sale in cans, and mm-hmm. it keeps a long time, and it's it does. get unsweetened coconut milk. I buy the full fat one. If you have a problem with fat, buy the other one, but the whole thing will be different because it's much yes. more watery. And if you really want to not use as much fat use half the can of coconut milk put the rest in your refrigerator once you've opened it it keeps forever um it's kind of pricey in terms of like like go buy it on sale somewhere so but it, we, we will you know. we will talk about coconut milk and that's next week though. yeah yeah you and i are coconut milk fans and almond milk is always you know is always around anyways i'll i'll mute myself or, or i'll just babble <laughs> Okay. All right, sounds good. Well, we got time to kill, so um, because this uh, call is turning out a lot shorter than I had originally uh, anticipated. So um, 
Has anybody got any uh, things they would like to talk about food-wise? Um, Ooh, and- so I have to make one comment that has been made to me. Um, I- the person that gave me this recipe used just um, regular chicken on the bone and then shredded it. Um, and I have had the comments of uh, from her husband that I make it better than she does. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. Oh boy! All right, uh, but that probably led to a divorce afterwards. You know, uh, you well, like another woman's not cooking because of that. Not because oh. of that, but they are divorced. <laughs> well, okay. Um, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah. <laughs> anyway, um, for people like Liz who are looking for that link, if you have trouble finding it, um, since the easiest way to get subscribed is to contact community anyway, send an email to community at acb.org and ask them to sign you up to the cooks list and then you will get the recipes in your inbox. I'm sorry, I thought we needed a topic change. We do, we do. Um, <laughs> Nope, sorry. Okay. Uh, Liz, Hi- Heidi will help you change your topic. All right, Heidi. <laughs> well, actually, one of the recipes I'm going to be doing on the um, the cooking call later this year, um, my family, whenever I go to a family um, event and ask what I can bring, that is the first thing out of their mouth. And I have family members taking my plate of cookies into their kitchen and <laughs> siphoning off cookies and putting them away before they put them out on the table. <laughs> uh, all right. Um, very good. So um, definitely going to try that to check in the casserole there. And um, so... Yes, indeed. As we talked about earlier, we do have the ACB cooks list where this recipe will be posted to later today and that you can subscribe to it just by sending an email to community at acb.org and um, just send your email there and say, hey, could you please, please, please cook me? Actually, that would not sound good. Instead, say, please, please, please add me to the ACB cooks list and um, we will, they will be more than happy to do that. Just include your name and email address and they will get you on that. Um, it's an ACB the list. The are very important. Yeah, very, very important. Um, we, we think they'll add you if you don't say please, but you, you, you just want to be sure, um, you know. So um, if you're having issues with Groups.io, by the way, you know, you might want to check because sometimes it's not the email, it's Groups.io bouncing your emails. Why it does this, I have no idea. But the simple uh, thing you can do is just create a Groups.io account with the email that is subscribed and um, see if there's an unbounce link. And... Um, that and always solve. check your junk or spam folder. Always check your junk or spam folder. But yeah, I, I know from my own experiences with Groups.io that there's something weird that happens on their end. And um, it's rather... They just want weird. you to have an account. Yeah, I think I think so. Well, most of the time I didn't need one. And then something, one time I got bounced and I just got no notification whatsoever. There was no unbounced link to click on. So I had to create an account and... See, yeah. they just wanted you to create an account. They did. They did. 
And for those of you listening on um, ACB Media and in Clubhouse, if you've not subscribed to our community call list, make sure you do so. Send the email to communityacb.org and hey, you can kill two birds with one stone. You can be added to both lists. Just again, say please, please, please add me to the uh, community call list and again, you know, give them your name and email address. Um, that is going to be a once a day email and um, just... Uh, You'll get a list of all the calls happening, such as the ones we have uh, happening today. For instance, we've got Unmute Presents. Also, the Neighborhood Coffee Clatch, which people will actually have time to go to, because I don't think we're going to go for the full hour and a half today. And uh, you also... Got it right. I know. I'm not tired out from being in the kitchen. What can I say? So, um, and we got games to play with Lady A. How about helpful hints with homophones? You got the women's Bible study. You've got the Braille room. Oh the my crochet. goodness. The crochet. Yeah, that. Um, no. Um, <laughs> so you've got, there's, there's a lot of things happening. Okay. And also tomorrow, I do believe we have a recipe swap. With uh, our very own host Sheila, so uh, that's going to be in the evening. Yes, and, we um, do. Yep, we got frozen last time, guys. So uh, now we're we're going to thaw it a little bit, and uh, so that's just a small snattering of what we have for you all. So make sure that um, make sure you, you subscribe uh, to get that daily email, so you can see what else exactly. Is going on. And, you know, not not every call is streamed, so it is important if you want to, you know, keep up with all the calls that are happening. So, um, very good. Okay, so um, next week it's Coconut Broccoli. The week afterwards, Michael P. is going to join us and talk to us about the uh, Traeger. And um, then I forget what we have the following week. I'll have to go look at my schedule. That's the week we're going to be doing uh, running the interview that we're. Oh, that, that's on right. Yes, that is right. So um, we're going to be interviewing Tori's brother on his favorite uh, recipes, and you never know. Maybe we'll do one or two of them later on down the road, and uh, hopefully do them justice, or we'll get Carl to do them even better. All right, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I hear that laugh. You're going like, "Keep dreaming, buddy. Keep dreaming." <laughs> Good luck on that one. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you're his sister. You can make him do do it, right? No, not from that distance. Okay. Oh, okay. So you have to be the. All right. Well, um, we won't get into the uh, brother sister uh, dynamic. So we we've definitely gotten to that a time or two on the past calls. <sighs> All right. So we have about fourteen um, minutes left before the top of the hour. Uh, does anybody have anything they'd like to talk about with? This recipe with cooking in general, do you have any uh, cooking questions that you would like to ask? This is your time to shine, and we also will take uh, requests for uh, future uh, calls. Don't all raise your hands at once. Nope. All right. I guess they don't. Nope. Nope. Okay. Well, um, well, we offered. We did. I guess maybe one of the things you need to learn, uh, have you crocheted yet to oven mitts for your uh, crafting class? You know? No, oh, I, 
I've done uh, uh, pot holders. All right. Abraham has the hand raised. All right, Abraham. Um, a request. I would like a pineapple salsa recipe that uh, that <laughs> sounds so good, but I don't find it anywhere here. <laughs> so, oh, you want that pineapple salsa recipe? Uh, we could probably figure one, uh, find one somewhere. Yeah, can't be too. Yep. All right, I'll I'll have to look into that pineapple salsa. We can. All right, Juan. All right. Um, yes, hi again. Um, so I have a question. So when it comes to <clears throat> uh, measuring eggs, for example, with um with because I have the liquid measuring cup, you know, like that's the cup with it's one cup and it has like the little lines with yep. instead of having to use the different ones. So, and I have one of those, but my and I only know how to use it with the one full cup. So if I ever want to use that cup for that <clears throat> with the marking that has a two thirds or one half do you have any suggestions like what to put in on the as markings to kind of know which is which because you know it's just one big cup so uh, of course it's it's visual so and then I'm, I'm totally blind and i'm and so i don't know if there's like something you can put on it to kind of differentiate that instead of having to Get the because I also the, have the, the other most cups. reliable way would actually be to get a set of the different sizes ones. Okay, I ha- I have those too, but I thought maybe the <laughs> maybe you can put. I got those as well. I know what you're talking about, but I I also have the just the standard cup thing. But I thought maybe most you things that you would put uh, most things that you could put on there would potentially not necessarily stay when you're doing a lot of washing it and yeah and stuff okay thank you you'd also run into the accuracy thing i have seen a version of those uh, that big cup you're talking about that had like raised lines you know and they were manufactured i will tell you that i honestly i tried that type of cup once a long time ago and i found it confusing myself i'd rather just have the separate cups Mm -hmm. yeah me too we Thank have, you. We have three hands. So All Chanel. right. We have Tony back with us again. Actually, you got DJ with you. All right, DJ. Yeah. Okay. So I want to go back to Tyann's chicken, uh, chicken breast here. I was wondering, and out of curiosity, um, if because it is skinless or boneless, whatever how it would come out if you were to put it in a fryer and if so how long would you uh cook it for in the fryer just out of curiosity i don't fry things so i can't really tell you about that um basically all you want to do is make sure the chicken is cooked all the way Okay. I'm and by the way, go ahead. And by the way, Tyann, my nickname for you is, of course, Wordle. Because I love it when you come <laughs> on the call and say, I got Wordle in three. Ooh, let's take a look at <laughs> well, Wordle. I, I don't even need to look at that. Um, yeah. All right. So what you um, say, Herbie? I said I need to look at that. Um, no, you right. went to say something before about the chicken. Oh, yes. So when you were talking about a fryer, are you talking about a deep fryer or an air fryer? Deep, 
the uh, air fryer. So I th- it would turn out um, the chick. The difference is, I think it would affect the texture of the chicken, um, and slightly the taste, and slightly the taste. So it, it mm. would be a different. Uh, experience for sure so i don't know if i do it that way myself but um for that particular recipe but it could be done yes okay all right well thank you thank you and great job diane aka wordle (laughs) all right heidi i was just gonna say that Nick does have a metal measuring cup that has raised lines in it that measures like a third a cup, half cup, a quarter of a cup, and stuff like that. But I don't remember where he got that from. He actually had that since we started dating. So that was like 20-something years ago. So, But they do have them. Yep, they do have them. All right, Abraham. Uh, hi. So someone in another call mentioned that they uh, label some of the things with puff paint. Don't uh, the type that goes on clothes? I'm not sure how uh, you know food safe that would make it, but apparently it goes uh, works well in a dishwasher. Um, so. Yeah. Go ahead. It's. Um... It's an option, but it is also something that will easily be accidentally removed if you live with sighted people. Okay. Because um, I know of somebody who used puff paint to label stuff, and somebody came, somebody sighted came along and said, "Oh, there's, there's the paint all over this," and started cleaning it up. Oh. Uh, sighted people, you gotta love them sometimes. All right. All right, very good. Okay, anybody else? No. Nope. All right. Well, I want to uh, thank our host. We had uh, Twinkling Tori, Shining Sheena. Uh, Sheila, sorry, Sheena. Uh, not she- Yeah, Sheila, yikes. Um, Charming Chanel. And... Um, Hyper Herbie. Yep, and uh, I don't know. What do we call Tyann? Hey, let's bark. All right, if I I could face my window and bark and right now facing my window um here. See, I'm pulling moving my chair up to it. Uh, this is not a fun window to bark out of cuz it's like higher up than I am. So I guess if I raised my chair, I could uh, do that. Um but uh, yeah, there was a call where I actually did bark out the window. Her dog said I should, so you know, I, I He really did. did. Yes, he did. <laughs> He proved that he really is barking mad. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, when I when I rename myself, I I rename myself Terrific Tyan or Talented Tyan. Well, well, well. You know, at least in Charlotte's Web, it was the spider that did that for the pig. You know, not not Wilbur saying, "Hey, look at me, I'm terrific." Just, just saying, you know. Well, so, so, uh... <laughs> Yeah, not that you would ever do something like that yourself for me. Never! <laughs> and then if I'm really tired, I put tired, Tyan. Yeah, you can you can tell how Tyan's doing just by seeing how her name is. <laughs> yes. 
All right, and at least she didn't lay down the law for us today, so uh, that's a good thing, I guess. But um... no, it's too early for that. She doesn't go to bed until after uh, eight. Ah, okay. Yeah, very good. All right, so last call for any questions. I will just say on the puff paint thing, by the way, too, the other thing that, again, like, you'd want to make sure somebody actually did paint the correct line, too, and so you'd have to hope yeah. that that thing was accurate, so. Um, and you pro- And if it chipped off into whatever you were measuring, that would not be good. Nope. All right. Well, on that note, I'm told that I cannot use any nicknames for Chanel, so, um... She is just Chanel. We can take it or leave it. Uh, that is what I've been told here. So, uh, and that's... you're going to do as you're told because you're a good boy. Exactly. So uh, I'm going to do as I'm told. So that would um, be a nice change. I know, wouldn't it? Maybe I'll try it sometime. <laughs> I've heard it's good for you. Well, at least it's good for the other person. I don't know if it's good for you, but uh... well, it's good for you if you want to stay married. Yeah, that, that's true. Um. All right. On that note, um, this is not the uh, moving on after divorce call. This is the Herbie's cooking call. But uh, we've definitely gotten a little bit of far afield a couple times in this. All right. So I want to thank you, Tyane. Which we never do before. No, never. (laughs) This is the first time. Um, uh, So thank you, uh, terrific Tyane. As uh, always, glad to have you. And remember, folks, it's now called Herbie's Community Cooking Corner. And, um, did you want because, to take another hand? I just saw one. Yes. If you, we're, we're here for an hour and a half officially. So if you, there's All another right. hand, we'll take him. So Justin, sorry, I didn't see it till now. Go ahead. He's just in time. What can I say? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so to finish off, I, there was a measuring cup that I was thinking about. It's by Oxo. It's an adjustable one. And, um, so if the other person wanted one measuring cup that they can use to, um, you know, adjust to like a third cup, half cup, you know, quarter cup. This would be the one they, they can use. And the great thing is, it's also great for things like syrups or peanut butter because as you twist it, it will actually push out whatever product you're measuring. So, oh, anyway. that's pretty cool. All right. Thanks for sharing that, Justin. Absolutely. All Have right. a great day, everyone. You too. All right, uh, last call for any hands on either platform. All right, well, uh, thank you, everybody. Thank you, all the uh, lovely listeners, for uh, listening to us. And uh, to all of you who participated, um, we appreciate every single one of you. Remember, it is Herbie's Community Cooking Corner. And it's the Community Cooking Corner because many of you in the community have contributed to uh, this call lately and are continuing Um to do so. We've got plenty more people who are going to be contributing in the future. Exactly. And be sure to join us in October as it's going to be Apple Month, so we can't wait for that. And um, we'll see you in Apple Blossom time. I'll be back next week, actually, in the kitchen, hopefully, and um, all that good stuff. So.